glad you could join us this morning on 10 Minutes in the Field. My name is David. Each one of us has been called to a field, whether it be a teenager, a father, a mother, a youth leader, or if you simply consider yourself a regular Christian, our field is the world we live in. For each one's field, the challenges are different, but the expectations are the same, to bring glory to God. This morning, I pray that you'll be encouraged as we look at the scriptures together. Take care, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day, as long as it's called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. That is Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 12. These people's hearts were hardened, stuck in a loop, in deceitfulness of sin. And he's simply saying in verse 13, but exhort one another. Why? Why? Is it important? And I want to talk about the subject here of accountability. Not to live alone, but to live in account of another. Accountability is saying, I'm going to exalt another. I'm going to encourage one another. We're going to encourage one another to hold each other accountable. Exalt one another every day. I want to talk about accountability here and say, maybe this can be a solution. Giving you a picture again. He's referring maybe here to a group of Jews who are living in a company of Christians who have believed the gospel. He says, exhort one another, yes, as Hebrews, as Jews, exhort one another, so that among you, there will not be those whose hearts are hardened towards the gospel, that they will not enter God's rest. Are we together? He's simply saying, just, just walk with one another and allow even those who have yet refused the gospel to be able to accept the gospel. Exhort one another, so that among you, they won't be ones whose hearts are hardened. He's not talking about Christians who have hardened their hearts. He's talking about those who have hardened their hearts towards the gospel. He's saying those whose hearts are hardened will not enter my rest. There has to be an acceptance of the gospel in Christ Jesus. But that hardenedness of heart is one that is addressed, is one whose solution is one of accountability in working with another. Not to consider this walk by myself. He says, I will walk alone. We cannot walk alone. Accountability is one of the main cures of a hardened heart. I do not know about you. By now, Christian walks once in a while. You find is that particular thing you just cannot let go of. Maybe anger. It may be a particular habit. And let me tell you, and the more you isolate yourself from the believers, the more you keep it to yourself, it gets worse. Talking about accountability, a hardened heart is at the center of all of this. The word used here for exalt is more to urge, to encourage, to compel. But one of the issues right there is, I don't want it. What are some of the reasons we don't want accountability? Why is accountability so hard? And there are reasons. It comes in different, uh, in different scenarios. Even in accounts, doesn't matter what company you work for, there's some level of accountability. Where your boss asks you, how come you're late? There's a time for arriving. And the more you put accountability, we don't want it. And why? Why? And yet, it is a solution to a hardened, a hardened heart. Left alone, we are vulnerable to sin. Yesterday, I was out preparing for this message. I took a walk at about six. As the sun was setting and the moon is coming up. And I'm walking, thinking about this, sat down at the restaurant. And I'm starting to look at the scripture that my wife calls. She says, hey, how is the walk going? I said, I finished walking. Now I've sat. Hey, where are you? And I told her, thank you for asking. As a matter of fact, I'm actually looking at accountability. And there you are, providing it. Where are you? I said I did. I told I was taking a walk. I never said I was going to sit down somewhere. And I'm sitting. But another one will ask, she doesn't trust me. She doesn't? I don't know what she's thinking now. Maybe I'm with some other woman now sitting at a restaurant. 
She doesn't trust me. There, there, there is a way you can still flip the same thing over. It doesn't matter who asks and what they ask about. Why don't we want it? We are vulnerable to sin. Let me tell you. We are vulnerable to sin without accountability. Left by ourselves, we will sin. We will sin. And sin is like decay. It doesn't get any better by itself. Do not be deceived that you come out of it. Just like decay, you leave an egg there, gets rotten, it just gets more and more, and more rotten. It doesn't get better by itself, it gets worse. Now, imagine you get all that rottenness and mix it with pride. It even just keeps you locked up the more. That bottle, you think, as long as no one smells it, it's tied up, we are safe, isn't it? But let me tell you about sin. It will explode. And when it does, the mess is so huge that people actually begin to consider suicide. That's how bad it gets. Now, among these young people, it's actually growing. Suicide, I just read about the statistics the other day. Now it's now shifting from girls higher to boys. And social media is at the center of it all. Among these young people and suicide. Because they're creating an image of themselves and when it's distorted, I'm taking my life. You know what the currency, what they're trading in? Likes and shares. Thousands of likes, millions of likes. And when that goes away, I'm taking my what? My life. At the bottom of it all is pride. That mixed with pride just gets worse. We mention things like maybe if you're a husband, say this is my family, not yours. It's none of your my life is none of your business. Very, 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 very common statement. And the spiral goes on and on, but it gets worse and worse the more you bottle it up. And I pray that this morning, God will give us hearts that are not hardened, that will open them up. It, it, will, be, it will be like, a, it will be hard. It will be hard to open your life towards someone else, to help. And one of the things we're going to notice from this very verse, the way it is described is, we're not in that alone. Number two, the need has been addressed. The need is the hardened hearts. The other, I want to talk about the relationship here, and I want to start by defining, this is why I went ahead of myself, to define the word um, exalting. But one of the things it says there, but exalt one another. But in verse 12, it says brethren, say brothers. In verse 1, it's called them holy brethren. Okay, it's talking about a relationship. It's not by isolation. It's not in isolation. The problem, we don't like accountability or whatever picture you've seen of accountability that has made us really, really not desire it, is because sometimes you hold it, we have accountability in isolation of itself. It has no foundation. There is no fence to protect this whole process of accountability. We, we don't see everything else apart from the what? The accountability. But so, there's a relationship. In fact, I say there's a friendship behind it. There's a friendship behind. It's actually closer than a friend because it's more like a brother. It's more like a, I'm confident in my brother that whatever they do, I actually trust my brother. That's the relationship we're talking about. I told you guys a couple of years ago about what was happening on, going on in my family and the land issues. Two weeks ago, my brother calls me and says, I'm here meeting with these guys and everyone else. You're not here, you're in Rwanda. But I would like you to trust whatever decision I'll make on your behalf. And I said, go ahead, consult my mother. If it makes her happy and you're okay with it, make the decision. You know what decision he's making? To reduce my land. <laughs> to reduce my portion of land. That's the deal. I say, you trust me. I said, please, he's my brother. I know my brother. 
and I trust whatever this shows, he'll do what? In fact, he made it to reduce my life farther than I thought. He reduced the land farther than I thought. But I give him the permission because he's my brother. One of the things he did in the process was to tear pieces of land from his own land to give me a, low, a rod to that small piece that I had left so it can increase its value. That's a brother. To give of his, to give value to mine, even after he's reduced it, that is a, that is a brother. There's a relationship there. It doesn't matter what he does, by the way. I made it that already in my mind, there's nothing he can do to that piece of land that would cause me for him to stop being a brother, even the way I look at him, because I trust him. Whatever he does as a solution, I trust, because he is a brother. Say, brother, there's a relationship first. Proverbs puts it this way in verse 27, 6. It says, faithful are the wounds of who? Of a friend. They are wounds. They are not kisses. They are wounds, but love a friend as what? Faithful. They may be wounds, but they are faithful because they are from a who? From a friend. Faithful are the wounds of a, of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And what defines these two is the source. One coming from a friend, the other coming from an enemy. Which is better? I'll take the wounds because they are from a friend. There is a, there is a foundation to accountability, which is friendship. Psalm 141 verse 5. Let a righteous man strike me. It is a kindness. Let him do what? Strike me. Let him rebuke me. It is oil for my head. Let a righteous man strike me. It is kindness. Let him rebuke me. It is oil to my, to my head. Let my head not refuse it. I will define the exhortation for us. It simply means to urge, to encourage, to compel. But someone said in his article, said, if exhortation does not require immediate action, if it doesn't require anything from us, if exhortation doesn't require anything from us, then it's just simply a good conversation. Just a good what? Just a good conversation. And so even in accountability, yes, there is exhortation, there is friendship, but there is requirement for action. Thank you so much for listening to 10 Minutes in the Field. I hope this has been a blessing to you. Kindly share with friends and remind them to subscribe. Hope to see you next week. Bye-bye.